What's up, guys? I figured I'd just start doing my podcasts and just kind of mount my phone here and then just extract the audio or use the video. Um, because my Anchor app, so I have a lot of footage, a lot of uh, of audio that I've recorded, and I keep getting to the point where I try to save it and then it deletes it, and so I'm getting sick of it. So this, I know this will work. And so I'm gonna go with this, and then I can just post little clips to my social media. Just make life maybe easier for everybody. So, you know of the best mount for your car, let me know. So that I can just mount this up here. I'll just face the camera at me too without my picture being in it. So that way you guys aren't worried about me driving while doing something on my phone. Because I know that's not the smartest thing to do. But uh, anyway, I wanted to jump on because I had, I don't know, like lately I've been kind of being drawn back to things that I was unsure about. And I've talked about this before a lot in my podcast. Like I've gone to therapy for a long time to figure out things that are not right with me. (laughs) And one of the things is I'm all or nothing. That's my mentality. Like it's all or nothing. There's no in between. So I feel like I threw the baby out with the bathwater when it came to my past. And so much anger and so much like blaming and can't believe you lied to me and I can't believe this and I can't believe that. When like deep down I knew that like Mormonism was never just, was never the right choice for me. And I just didn't have enough courage to do what I needed to do to live a life authentic to me. And so instead of just taking responsibility for my life and making hard decisions, I decided to be a victim and blame, 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 blame. And so I do feel like a lot of things within the Mormon church, there's a lot of deceit and a lot of things that people don't know that if they knew would change their activity level within the church. But there's so many good things about the church too, like the culture. Like when I was, when, when we, me and my family were going through, uh, the cancer leukemia with Tucker, that was the best culture ever. Like there couldn't have been a more supportive, amazing culture for us to be surrounded by. Like they did fundraisers. They brought us blankets. They made us meals. Every pregnancy Jamie had, they brought us meals and this and that. And so I feel like I because of some of the lies that were being taught, I just saw people as like, I can't believe that you're gonna defend something that did this to my life. Instead of looking at like, well, we're looking at the alternatives and this seems to make people happier than a lot of other things. And so even if people don't have the beliefs, like they sometimes pick the culture, they sometimes pick like Mormonism because of the good and it's something that I've been really trying to work on is not throwing out the good with the bad because you can separate them. And I've been going to this new church, Life Church, and kind of it's been bringing me back to my like roots or like I'm starting to get better roots built around Christ, Christianity. Um, I think I kind of threw Christ out with everything else. like. I left Mormonism and I left everything. I just left that whole life behind 
and there was a lot that was like worth hanging on to and so but it's been interesting recently because there's been a lot of like talk about christ it's coming up first off because i'm going to church and so if you go to church and it's a christian church they're going to talk about christ but then also just like i just watched this movie father stew where he becomes a priest and then just like in me etern like in my internal part of me my soul i feel like there has been like a spiritual void that i've been trying to fill and i think the concept of christ and god and like the universe and how big everything is like i really am the type of person that i just want to know i want to know like i want proof i want i want to like have better examples of why things are the way that they are and for people that can just live like on blind faith is just a crazy concept to me so anyway going to this like church they teach about christ and how I mean, he worked miracles. He just basically was a really good guy. He just did good things. Like, he, there was no reason to not like Christ. And so there's no reason to not teach about Christ. And so for me to have thrown out, even if you're not Christian, like, let's just say you're, like, completely against, like, Christ being your savior. It's hard to not look into history and find that there was a figure, whether fictional or non-fictional Christ like even if he was made up by J.J. Rawlings like it doesn't really matter because the story about him is somebody worth living up to and that's what is kind of like where I'm at with my beliefs with Christ is that he was a great guy he really like his conception was kind of like it was miraculous and if all the stories are true that you're told about him, like he did live a perfect life. He was doing things that are not really being done that much today. And it's kind of a fun person to learn about and teach about and build your life around. And so for me, I've had a hard time like figuring out what, like what's the center? What's the center of my life? Is it like me? Is it my children? Is it my girlfriend? Is it my, like, what is it? And I try to build it like around me, like me, I'm the center. Like, that's like the most narcissistic thing ever. Like, I'll build like a following on social media and like, I'll get people that like circle around me and then I'll be the one that gives them thoughts and build my own little cult following is like basically where I was headed. And I was, I've just felt a little lost, like, recently, and I feel like my feet start to become more grounded when I start to lean in a little bit more towards, like, Christ. And so, like I said, it's just, it's a crazy story. So, let me just tell you two stories, and these aren't really, like, Christ-related. If you've studied Christ, like, you know his life and kind of what he did if you haven't you should probably like study that because like i said it's just it's a good like it's a good message and so even if it was fictional like it's kind of worth studying like christ just so you know because a lot of people believe in him as the savior and 
that he came and suffered for all of our sins and that's a lot of people's like belief and so to know what other people believe is helpful to you but then also to not believe it but to just recognize like the stories behind his life it's pretty amazing stuff and I think you would have a hard time not saying that once you look at it unless you're looking at it really negatively and like oh I bet you this and I bet you that it's like just look at it with like an open mind and just like what if he's the son of God? Maybe he's not, maybe he is, but like, what if he is? Wouldn't that be cool to center yourself around something that teaches all goodness? Like there's no evil or like ill intent with teaching about Christ and how Christ lives. So do I think people, organizations take his teachings and really, really mess them up and teach things that they shouldn't? Absolutely. I think that for sure man is the problem and we all want to be right and we all want to have the answers and a lot of times like things get monetized. Like religion's like really monetized and so a lot of people's employment is based on the successfulness and the financial success of whatever they're trying to grow and so a lot of times like it just turns into something that it wasn't originally meant to be and so i think that like there's a pureness in christ i think there's a pureness in christ to build your life around christ is probably the that i've seen and i think there's buddha i think there's like um a lot of different figures historical figures that you could build your life around and still like do like live an amazing life and so for me i'm just saying that christ i live in a, a christian culture i grew up christian the teachings about christ are not something that i think are bad and so um but anyway i went to church the last two weeks i just wanted to share two stories that we're told and whether you're christian whether it's just, i think it's just being a good person and like god helps you because you're just a good person and so like whether that's called like the holy spirit or the universe or whatever you want to call it so two different pastors two different stories so the first story pastor craig is the main pastor and he was talking about how he was in an airport he was exhausted he was about to travel and he just didn't feel like talking to anybody he felt prompted to go talk to this woman and she was just sitting there in a chair and so she, he went and talked to her didn't feel like they had talked about everything he needed to so he felt prompted to go talk to her again and he's like i don't want to like i'm tired i just want to sit here and so he listened and he goes and talks to her and she basically is like you're my pastor and last night i had an affair i got drunk and i slept with somebody other than my husband i feel horrible and he's like oh my gosh like okay well here's a counselor here's this here's a plan to go talk to your husband she gave her the confidence to be able to like move on from this where it maybe would have ate her up or she would have approached it in a way where her marriage could have fallen apart um and so they came up with a plan she told her husband and then he was driving around like i think he said like weeks later months later i don't know what it was days later and he had a prompt to go into walmart and so it's like i don't ever want to go to walmart walmart's like walmart sucks it's like biggest piece of shit place ever is his exact words 
And so he, just kidding, those aren't his exact words, but he basically goes to Walmart, which he never goes to. He's just walking around. He doesn't even have to buy anything. And so he's walking down like the frozen food aisle and this guy's like, hey, you're my pastor. And he's like, oh, wow, like, huh. Starts talking to him. And the guy's like, man, life's really hard right now. I just found out that my wife like had an affair and I'm trying to like forgive her and blah, blah, blah. And then it turns out the guy was actually the husband of the lady in the airport that he had talked to. And he just happened to feel like he should go to Walmart, walk around and ran into the husband. And it's like the coincidence of that. Like, it's just a feeling he had. Wouldn't that be cool to be in touch with like that feeling enough to be used in a way that's gonna be helpful to humanity? It's just like that story is like, and it's not my story, but it's his story. But the fact that, I mean, he told it. I have no reason not to trust this guy. Seems like he's out there trying to do good. And I mean, I know a lot of people in this position end up being corrupt at some point, but maybe that's just part of being human. But I really feel like the intentions of this guy are pure. And it's just a crazy story. And that, like, to me is something that is exciting to think about like having that much um connection with whatever it is that could guide you to do something bigger than you the next story is this guy was fishing with his two sons they're in a cove he throws his fishing pole in the pond on accident he's like oh golly god balls Sacagawea. throws it in there and he can't get it out they're trying to get it out it's 20 feet deep he's like screw it we can't do it they start to like troll away and the son goes i know what we didn't do we didn't pray he's like this is stupid you don't pray for this stuff like there's stuff you pray for and then there's stuff you don't pray for this is one of those that you don't pray for and he's like okay whatever well while he's trolling out of the cove the kid casts it's 20 feet deep it goes down miraculously catches one of those little loops on the pole that the line goes through and pulled it all the way back to the boat like i don't know like listening to it you're probably like so what that's just a coincidence like think about how crazy that is they sat there and tried to get it for like an hour or 20 minutes 30 minutes whatever and then they were trolling away if you've ever been fishing you know how hard it is to catch a fish it's like impossible he threw it it was a little three-prong hook. It wasn't a big hook. It wasn't like a magnet where it stuck to it. The One of the little teeny hooks caught inside the little hook. Like the only spot it could probably catch on a fishing pole where it would actually drag. And pulled it all the way to the boat. And the kid, I just can't imagine like that kid's like faith and belief in something bigger than himself. And sometimes I think God shows us that he's there by the little like teeny miracles because once you see something like that and you see how easy it was you're wondering like how much more could God do like for me I prayed for a long time to find once you get divorced I think there's a fear in all of us that like we're never going to come across the right person again and it's never 
Like, it's never going to fit the way you see it. And you hear so many songs about the grass isn't greener and you're going to miss what you left. And it's like, I agree. All of that's true. Like, it's not greener, but it could be, like, better suited for you. And so when you decide to make a big decision, I think a lot of us live in regret and don't really move on with our lives. And there's a part of you that just doubts that like it's ever gonna happen again. So then I found like for me personally, like to pray about finding somebody that like fits into my life with my kids and my lifestyle. And like, it's like a one in a bazillion that I'll find the right person. And then Kelsey comes along and then I come along to her life. And it's just like the two things just come together so smoothly and so like beautifully that it's hard to deny that there's not something bigger than you orchestrating things to work out in your favor if you're open to them and so i just like this podcast for me is just a way i'm just trying to get more in touch with whatever it is the bigger higher thing that could guide me and if it can guide me i'm guessing it could probably guide you and just try to give advice and try to like help you guys along the way when i sort of feel like i'm finding things that are working and this is one of those things like just learning more about christ kind of just trusting that he was a good person and looking at the people that truly live their life centered around him like i said not around an organization but around him just trying to treat people right and i'm not talking about swearing or talking about like people that drink alcohol i'm talking about people that see people for people and just do things to help others. And I don't think that anybody that's like made a life out of helping others has ever died thinking, man, I wish I didn't help so many people. I think they're pretty much all thinking that this was like a life that definitely made me happy and I did a lot of good. And that's what I would like to strive for. That's why I created that Kelty Foundation with Kelsey. And then my fear creeps in and I start to realize that like, it's a lot harder than I think to raise money for this stuff. But um, I want to, that's who I want to strive to be. And I think if I start to study people like Christ, it's going to come easier for me because I'm surrounding myself with people I want to be like and so I would just encourage you guys to if it's not Christ just pick somebody like like I said Buddha whoever that just is a positive person all around because it will rub off on you I love you guys